In today's Mishnah, from the first and second Mishnah, from the tenth parak of Masech, the Ketubot, the Mishnah begins, Misha Nasui Shtei Nashim. So we're dealing with a situation a person is married to two wives, the Met, and then he passed away. So both the Almanot, both the widows, are now trying to claim their Ketubah. Mishnah says, Harishona Kodemet Lashnia that the first wife, since she was married first and Uktuba preceded the second wife, she has first claim. So she tries to claim Uktuba first, followed by the second wife. Similarly, if both these wives passed away, after the husband passed away, that is, then the heirs of the first wife would have first claim prior to the heirs of the second wife for the same reason I've already explained. What if Nasayat Rishona, he married the first wife and then met and then she passed away? And then Nasa Shnia, and then he married another wife, the second wife, and then he passed away. So what we have here in this case, the second wife and the heirs of the first wife have two different, very different claims. The second wife here is simply trying to claim her Ketubah. The heirs of the first wife are trying to claim the condition, what's called Ketubat Benin Dichrin, as we've explained previously. If you remember, one of the conditions of Ketubah is that, along with the Ketubah, any other property the wife brings into the marriage... It's stipulated that if she passes away first and the husband inherits all that, and then he passes away, then that which she brought into the marriage, including the Ketubah, will be considered separate from the rest of the estate, such that they will inherit all that, and then the rest of the estate will be divided up. That's the condition of Ketubah. So these Yorshim of the first wife are trying to claim that. So in this situation, we say, Shniya v'yorsheha kodmim l'yorsheha. Arishona, that the second wife and her heirs would come first prior to the heirs of the first wife. Now, why is that? The second wife, because she's trying to collect a ketubah, she's considered effectively like a balaschov, meaning almost like a creditor who's trying to collect a debt. However, the heirs of the first wife, since they're now trying to collect the ketubah between dichrim, their claim is not they're trying to collect a debt, but rather that's almost part and parcel of the Yerusha, the inheritance. And we say when it comes to dealing with an inheritance that the paying of debts comes prior to the division of the inheritance. So consequently, the second wife and any of her heirs, since she is being owed a ketubah, which is like a debt, she would come first prior to the heirs of the first wife who died prior to the husband because the Ketubah B'ninichrin is defined as effectively like an inheritance. However, this is an extra important point that I, that I think we've touched on past, and I'll mention it again because it's a complex one. That we're saying that heirs of the second wife can have first claim. That is only if their mother already made a shvua trying to claim her Ketubah. Because as we've explained previously, that if a woman wants to collect a Ketubah, she has to make a shvua, she has to make an oath first, before she's able to collect it. If she didn't, then what she's trying to do is pass on to her children money that can only be collected if they make a shvua. And as we've explained previously, that that just doesn't work. You cannot bequeath, you cannot pass down to Yorshim money that requires a shvua for its collection. You mean you are obligated to make a shvua for to collect it. That you cannot pass down to Yorshim. So in that situation, if she didn't make a shvua prior, the second one prior to dying, then effectively the Ketubah B'nichrin will go to the heads of the first wife uh, first. Let's now look at Mishnah Bet. Let's say someone's married to two wives and they both died. And now he passed away. So when both his wives passed away, he inherited all their property. Now when he dies, both the heirs of both the wives 
are going to want to claim this Kutubat Benin Dichrin, meaning they want the sum of money that was brought into the marriage as part of the Kutubah first, meaning distributed to them prior to the distribution of the rest of the estate. And therefore the Mishnah says, V'yotomim v'akshin Kutubat Dichrin. However, the mission says, what happens What happens is if the estate only has enough money or funds in it to cover the Ketubah Benin Dichri, meaning once we give the heirs the Ketubahs of their mother and anything that was brought in, there's actually nothing left. So in that situation, the Mishnah says, Cholkin B'Shavet. Then we forget the Gzera Ketubah Dichrin. We have to divide the estate absolutely evenly because we only implement this condition of Ketubah Benin as long as the Torah law of the division of an estate can still apply. If there's nothing left over, therefore there's nothing, there's no room for the Torah division, therefore, that condition is not actually engaged. However, if there was enough for the Ketubas of both mothers to give to their, their heirs, and in addition to that, an extra dinar, an extra small amount, then each of the heirs can take the ketubah and the sums of money that were involved in the ketubah of their respective mothers. And therefore you can have a din chalukah, you can have a division of that extra mutar dinah to be considered the estate. What happens, what if the heirs or the children of one of the mothers say, You know what? We are happy to overestimate the value of some of the property when we're collecting our ketubah so that in the end of the day the value of the property will be in excess of the value of the two ketubot. You can conceive that it might actually work in the favor of one of the children of one of the wives or the families of one of the wives. That's Kadeshul Ketubah Iman. Mishnah says, Ein shomim lehen. We do not listen to them. Ela, we simply summon at nechasim bebeitin. We evaluate how much the estate is worth by way of beitin. Importantly, how much it was worth at the time the father passed away. If there's enough for Ketubat Benin as well as an extra dinar, then yes, we can apply the Ketubat Otherwise, as I've already explained, the state would need to be divided like the Din Torah of all the sons sharing equally, except for the Bechor, which we'll learn about later on. Those are Mishnah today.